Welcome to Pod Me If You Can. I'm David Farrell. And I'm Lloyd Hughes. And today we pose a question to the listeners. If all the alien races from films arrived on Earth at once, which would conquer the Earth by defeating all others? So we've gone uh, we've gone big on this one, Lloyd. <laughs> but we've uh, included the variable that the humans obviously still exist. So these are the aliens trying to conquer each other. They're all on Earth. They all arrive at the same time. You've got to imagine that it's a, <laughs> a ridiculous day in the Earth's history. And um, the one alien race which I didn't include was the Kryptonian alien race. Uh, I said no Superman on this one because... I feel like Superman would probably wipe out so many of these alien races. He's almost a god. So uh, I, I took him out of this question. So yeah. alien, I realize Superman is an alien, but we've uh, eliminated him from this question, really for the interest of fairness, do sure. you think? Yep. And, and it has to be movie-based as well. Yes, we've gone for films. If all the alien races from films arrived on Earth at once. Um, so... This is going to include some spoilers for alien movies. We'll probably talk about the strengths and weaknesses of various alien films and the races of aliens in them. So just a heads up. Also, um, technically, some some things that are created on Earth are not aliens. So uh, Godzilla, for example, um, he's mutated, I believe. Yeah, that's right. From he uh, came from the fear of the nuclear weaponry coming from you know post World War Two in particular Japan for obvious reasons and that's one of the great myths that came out of nuclear energy and mutation and so forth like America did a string of those movies like um, The Incredible Shrinking Man I think was one of them Uh, you know The Attack of the Big Tarantulas was another you know all those (laughs) nuclear fear films yeah that warp um, aliens and uh, sorry creatures on earth into aliens yeah that's right Um, a movie I really love is The Host the Korean film yep um Again, it's a mutation, though, so I can't yeah. include the host. But I don't think would win overall, but I just think it's worth mentioning. And interestingly, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which are mutants, in the Michael Bay film, they're going to be aliens, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's right. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he handles that. It's going to be a complete reboot of the whole story as we know it. Yes, but we can't include them in this podcast until after that film. Sure. So, sadly, well, on a technicality, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Do not win. We asked Reddit on this, and I'm shocked no one brought up Transformers or anything like that, because technically... I was wondering, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, wow, I thought, you know, with this new generation, the first thing you'd think of is, yeah, Transformers, you know. <laughs> yeah, I did a little uh, little thinking myself. You've got Alien, you've got Predators, um, Independence Day Aliens, uh, Cloverfield is an alien, I believe, because yep. you see it fall out of the sky towards the end of that film. Um, Mars Attacks, E.T., there's creatures in Men in Black, Transformers I thought of, and District 9, just the first ones that came to my mind. Um, but I think we can both agree of which ones would lose first. I think you could find the aliens from Signs. Yeah, if a pantry cabinet like keeps them in check. Uh, yeah, That's- yeah. you rewatch that film, it just seems like sometimes they're, they're so weak that sort of... Yeah. Yeah, how did they win? <laughs> like, how were they dominating? Sorry. <laughs> it was just the, the fear of the unknown and the, the way M. Night Shyamalan just doesn't show you the aliens for sort of so long. Yeah, there's been a lot of reviews on the net that have just torn that movie to shreds and one of the key lines from it was, oh, I've kept one of them in the cabinet. I guess they can't handle uh, cabinets or something like that or pantries or... 
you know and it just, locked one in the pantry yeah, yeah. I locked one in the pantry just like wow okay I, I can't believe they actually said that <laughs> and effectively crushed all the power of what or, or the fear of what that alien was generating in the whole movie you know <laughs> yeah the other race I think uh, the War of the Worlds aliens have you seen the Tom Cruise one or? yeah yeah I have and it's a famously a virus kills them you know a small yeah. little yeah that they can't adjust to our atmosphere and stuff. I think it's a cold, the common cold. Yeah, the Morgan Freeman yeah. uh, voiceover. Well, virus um is a huge thing in a in a lot of movies, in particular, even Night of the Living Dead, um, because how that the zombie plague starts is a satellite or something comes back to Earth and it's carrying. They believe it was carrying something, and people got sick from it, and they all become zombies. Um, mm-hmm. It's a small little detail in that movie. You have to look out for it, but. Uh, just want to illustrate like a lot of virus themed things seem to pop up in a, in these alien sort of type movies definitely um, the other thing is a lot of them I think we got a lot of suggestions from reddit and stuff on creatures and things that would be great in sort of land combat yeah you know if it was like a thousand of them versus a thousand of them not hand to hand combat but you know a land based battle yeah um, but then I mean that really is interesting against say something like independence day where they're in a ship that destroys something the size of new york you know with a sort of flick of a switch yeah um i realize a virus takes down the independence day aliens but i feel like they would if they were fighting each other the independence day aliens would have a massive advantage being above yeah, any te- kind of technologically they're so powerful they have weaponry equivalent to nuclear missiles but on a huge scale, you know, like, as you said, they took out all of New York. It makes me think of that movie Battlefield um, Los Earth. Angeles. Or, oh, oh, Battle, yeah, Battlefield, Battlefield Earth. Earth is wiped from my mind forever. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to suggest it. All right. No, yeah. no, uh, Battlefield Los Angeles, which uh, which is apparently or supposedly the most realistic uh, portrayal of an actual invasion. Alien invasion. Yeah, sure. or a military-esque invasion of Earth. Um, and it, yeah, it just makes me think of the strat- uh, the technological advantage that the aliens from Independence Day have. Like it's mm. it's just so huge. Um, it makes me wonder. Like if a predator could get inside their ship, I think the predators will cl- kill them in hand to hand. But uh, I don't know. It's getting to that ship. Like the, they're going to deal a lot of damage first. So is predator is the one correct where the. Um the predator sees heat right you've got that predator vision yeah they got several different types of visions like their vision is limited compared to ours but with the helmet they have on yeah they see various ways like i think predator 2 in particular he was flicking through the different kinds of visions he had okay yeah because i was going to say i mean if it's heat based maybe the independence day aliens are cold-blooded and you can't even see them up there well i guess that adjusts their vision but yeah. Okay, so they, they it's not heat based to the point where yeah they're it limited to them. only that yeah no they can adjust their vision definitely okay I don't really remember that scene where they adjust the vision but okay, okay. that's fine yeah um I was gonna ask what do you think we got Mars attacks right I mean these aliens they're comical obviously yeah but they've got ray guns that just disintegrate you know um, but I feel like we can eliminate them because of the way that they are eliminated in Mars attacks which is they play uh, a Slim Whitman song and they drive around town destroying them and their heads sort of burst and stuff. Yeah, the idea is some kind of frequency is just... Yeah. yeah. Which I feel like 
that frequency could be replicated with, I don't know, an alien cry or, yeah. uh, you know, the humans could replicate it. So I feel like though Mars attacks aliens would do a lot of damage, we can take them out of contention. Sure. Let's jump to Reddit user suggestions. So Steve-O Giant, thank you for contributing, has <laughs> suggested the Thing alien. If their whole race showed up at once, they would easily consume the other aliens and humans. So the Thing capable of imitating other life forms lloyd i haven't seen the original but i have seen uh john carpenter's version which i'm thi- i'm assuming he's referring to i'm guessing so too there's yeah. also a remake um with uh joel edgerton from 2010 or 2011 I, th- I think that's actually a prequel oh, okay yeah to to that to john carpenter's the thing because it starts off with a norwegian guy chasing a dog trying to shoot it down and they eventually have to shoot him because he's like a crazy guy with a gun you know or appearing as that and then they they f- travel back to his outpost and they see like strange things have happened and the whole movie the thing that had recently come out is all about that what happened there mm-hmm. yeah well that's what i heard i haven't seen it. i heard it was terrible <laughs> okay <laughs> um knowing the thing the alien yep. the thing uh, do you think it means that it can become any other alien? Yeah, it it does have a slow rate to do it though, like that. That's there is what, a changing, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. there is a metamorphosis uh, thing that he has to do, and it takes a bit. Like he does it relatively quickly, but um, just because of the speed of that, I, I don't think he's you know that he's gonna like uh, you know. I'm shocked that this is the number one rated comment with eighteen twenty points. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of pe- so I guess a lot of people agree with that, but uh, I don't know. Like um, just with the slow pace of it, I think the predators could out ha- could handle him. <laughs> yeah, can it turn into multiple things at once? Like if it's transforming into, let's say, a predator. Yeah. And another predator comes up to kill it. Yeah. I mean, I suppose we're talking about a race of thing aliens. The whole race is showing up. Yeah. So oh, they're right. all transforming. They're transforming. Yeah. They're transforming. What's like are they flesh and blood though? I mean, I mean, can we just shoot and kill them? Is this? Yeah, that's interesting. What was its original form as it was coming out of the um, snow when it crash landed on Earth? Because if you look at it from the alien point of view, he's just like in the movie The Thing. Sorry, he's just the guy that crash landed on Earth. Um, tries to take form of Sonic Elson to to get out of there, you know, because he's stranded really, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, like, if a whole army of them was down, like, fighting the um, Predator, it would be pretty interesting. I I don't know what their original form looked like, if they were that identifiable, yeah. But, to my knowledge, I don't think they kill the thing, do they? Uh, no, at the end... In the film. Yeah, that's what the film is about, paranoia. You don't know who's who, you don't know who's the um, actual villain and so forth. But, yeah, it's just left up, left open, ended, like, yeah... Another suggestion we had from Michael George Hartley was um, he wrote the body snatcher virus or whatever it is that creates the pod people. In every other movie that aliens are killed at the end, at the end of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, they are not because it cannot be stopped. So, I mean, these are exactly the same sort of thing. It's just duplication and like uh, replacing and overtaking, I guess. The scary thing about that film, it's so terrifying and both... Oh, I think more so the 70s version, um, especially, was that um, if you fall asleep, you just 
turn yeah. into this cocoon, which is so freaky, almost like Nightmare on Elm Street. It's actually uh, uh, sort of like a, the story is all about, you know, the communism and so forth coming to America and that fear similar to the nuclear threat and what all you know all the fantasies of what nuclear weaponry will do same thing with communism what communism was going to do these sort of fear-mongering stories came out and in particular mm. invasion of the body snatchers was one of them that's pretty interesting <laughs> yeah definitely i see a lot of similarities too between the thing and invasion of the body snatchers yes. where you know life forms are being replicated and replaced and imitated and um, I feel like if those two aliens, let's call the um, the pod people type aliens versus the thing aliens, I mean, yeah. I feel like they would just sort of mimic each other to death. They yeah. would just, you know, there's no winner there, I guess. Yeah. And when you bring in something like Billy Effing Mays suggests, he says, the blob. The blob, yes. Uh, Wouldn't the a- blob just absorb all of these? You yeah. Know, the thing yeah, and- it's... The weakness of the blob, how they beat him in the end, is they freeze him and then they just drop it in the... Freeze him, freeze it, and drop it in the Atlantic. Just so it's, like, frozen forever, I guess. That's how the film sort of ends. But the threat is still there. Like, it's pretty much invincible. It can absorb anything from shots to, you know, explosions, really, or even electricity. Um, So, yeah, it would just consume everything. It's At the actually, end of the blob, it says yeah. uh, the end question mark. Yeah, with well, a big question mark. That's yeah, a classic implying movie. It's, it's not over. Yeah, but it's it's actually a very powerful um, thing, you know. It could just keep absorbing, yeah. Could it be beaten if it had nothing to absorb? Like, if you kept it in an area where there was just nothing? Um, possibly, like, is that, yeah. like is contain that it's it. food, I guess? It. It arrives like on an alien craft, is that right? It kind it, of it's uh, like it's meteorite. a meteorite. Yep, that's right. With and some uh, goo on it. Yeah, this poor farmer pokes it with a stick, and the little goo comes on the stick, then falls to his hand, and yeah, it keeps growing because it keeps absorbing or consuming. Yes. Yeah. I wonder if um, there's a, a blob, like an initial blob, that has pieces that it shoots off to different sort of places, you know, yeah. and that sort of, you know, it's sort of absorbing everything in the galaxy universe whatever yeah well uh it's implied in the movie when uh, i guess somebody over the phone suggests one you blow it up and he's saying well pieces of it will be all over the country so even if you do manage to blow it up like i guess those little pieces will be little blobs as well which would just be absolutely devastating so it's really interesting it's a very although it's a very um comedy like or very camp sort of like movie um, of the times, it's actually a very powerful alien. You know the the enemy that they're fighting. Exactly, everything you do makes it worse. Basically, yeah, yeah. doing nothing is the only way. Yeah. Um, is, can you think of any alien that would have like a freeze ray or anything off the top of your head? Uh, well, just with the technology that was um, displayed, say, with the aliens from Independence Day, I wouldn't be surprised if their arsenal did have something like that. They could just, mm-hmm. like, exchange weaponry, yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. I've got this image in my mind of the planet Earth, and it just has a layer of blob the entire way around yeah. it. Yep. You know, as it just absorbed everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Minoc 33 suggests both the Starship Trooper bugs, which I feel like is one of those, you know, land-based... It would be quite good, but Independence Day aliens would just go blam yeah and wipe them out you yeah know, that's right 
they are just you know flesh yeah it's not like the starship trooper bugs have wearing some kind of armor that makes them invincible to anything yeah i heard on the joe rogan podcast was saying what if cockroaches or bugs were just the size of horses we'd be screwed like there's no way <laughs> humanity would have survived up until now because they're like the most perfectly designed if you look at an insect how they're designed there's not one flaw in their design like every little bit of what they have what nature's given them they use um mm. and yeah i guess uh um starship troopers that the aliens in that were just really big cockroaches you know and it's there's so there's so many of them no matter how much you fire at them they just keep spreading and building you know like the idea of a cockroach it could survive a nuclear explosion <laughs> yeah that's true. only a myth though I, I, I don't know if that's true yeah, supposed to be but i mean and until north korea shoots off <laughs> nuclear weapons we won't know yeah we'll find out <laughs> My knock thirty three also suggests it's the Borg. Oh yeah, which from Star, uh, Trek? from Star Trek. So um, it's like a hive mind. Everybody is all other species and collective, uh, and their collective connects them to the hive mind. It's yeah, like they're they're assimilated. There's a an X Men villain called Phalanx who does this sort of thing as well. Um, and there's a Dollhouse episode where, uh, for those unfamiliar, Dollhouse. Um, the Joss Whedon program uh, which was cancelled after two seasons there's an episode where they're sort of all a big hive mind and it makes them this really awesome military kind of weapon because they can all see and feel and whatever what everybody else is seeing and feeling yeah it's Um, one universal conscience pretty much well well put yeah Um, but what I've read is the Borg's ultimate goal is achieving perfection yep so would they even want to conquer the earth or is yeah, well, that, in the movie and the series, that's one of their main objectives, uh, pretty much, is just to consume everything, kind of like the blob. Um, yeah, but, but everything's a collective mind. Yes, yes, but everything's one. So I guess it's like the a big, massive um, ant colony, how it works with one queen. Because the movie uh, First Contact uh, displayed a hierarchy, was, you know, like the whole series we never knew what was in charge we just assumed borg was this infinite army and the movie yeah. displayed that there was this queen at the head of it yeah yeah one thing yeah just like ants yeah just like ants or or uh, a, a beehive so would you would you think that the borg would assimilate predators or aliens uh yeah like in, in the fight scenes that was displayed in star trek they just seemed to me too stiff to do anything and again there's that brief period of time where they have to assimilate um where they have to assimilate people where they put in the the things in 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 the throat and they have to assimilate them and all the borg assimilations i've seen were all um uh, were all humans i didn't see any other alien form um okay yeah so uh, i don't know and there's so many creatures from star trek that are i think are even more powerful than the borg and i guess the borg was used because that's probably the best alien from the movies um of the star trek movies but i don't mm. think the borg would have a chance against most aliens like in particular independence Day or even predator yeah phalanx um in x-men <clears throat> it was this sort of um uh you know you touch it you're absorbed into it and suddenly you're a part of it kind of thing like it was instantaneous but it sounds like the borg i'm not a big star trek fan it sounds like the borg had a process to assimilate you, yes so. they did yep 
time consuming. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit time consuming. <clears throat> it doesn't take long, but yeah, there, there is a bit of time for them to, to for the changeover. Yeah, nice. Okay, so I mean, the Borg, it would be difficult to wipe them all out in a global, you know, conquering alien yes. war. Because they can sort of assimilate someone else and they assimilate someone else and it's a fast spreading kind of yep. domination. But they're still flesh and blood too, aren't they? I yes. mean, if you had if you had a hundred Borg people in one place and monsters sort of attacked them, yep. whatever that monster may be, let's say the Cloverfield monster or the Starship Trooper bugs. Yeah. Like, would they be able to sort of assimilate that while it's trying to attack them? I don't think so. No, that that it, that it would have to be like they do have weaponry, like firepower of some sort. So it'd have to be that. I I don't think they could assimilate it. Okay, so I mean, eventually, if they can't assimilate some of these alien creatures, the alien creatures are going to kill them. Yeah. Can we say that? Because yeah. if yep. So I mean, I I don't know that much about the Borg. So yeah. um, if we have critically left something out uh star trek fans are welcome to get in touch with us on our facebook page i'll say all the links at the end of this podcast sure i'm a star trek fan but i i would never say i'm an expert <laughs> they're definitely in star trek i think a small percentage of people are experts yeah. Lloyd, so <laughs> your general knowledge is better than mine though. <laughs> um waffle i believe his name is sure um mentions the alien weapon in the day the earth stood still Yes, uh, there's uh, uh, the day the I'm assuming he's meaning the remake with um, Kevin, what's his name? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. I was about to say Kevin Costner. Um, yeah, definitely the, not. The Kevin original. <laughs> the original one just had uh, the, a big stiff robot, which is actually also in um, the day the Earth stood still, and he just shoots lasers out of his eyes, which could really destroy pretty much anything. And in that film, it said that that thing is invincible; it can destroy anything. Uh, but that's the only example we see in the '50s movies, like the eyes just shoot this laser sort of like cyclops in x-men uh yeah. in the in the remake it's really powerful like the um the military has uh isolated it with its highest form of uh with our best technology in this like chamber and it just destroys like almost disintegrates everything like um i don't know how to describe it sort of like it turns everything into like dust almost like this metal dust it, okay. it's, it's ridiculously powerful yeah but let's say it's the spheres from uh, the remake, because yep. Keanu Reeves, it's like, it's like, they're basically just like interplanetary spheres that he sure. uses to, um, like he, what, he sends animals off the earth, like a Noah's Ark kind of thing, yep. and... Knowing was like that as well. <laughs> knowing aliens. Oh, no, knowing um, with, um, uh... Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, yeah. What... Were the aliens like in that? Because you don't really see them. You do don't you? really see them. The idea of that was like Adam and Eve. Like that's how Earth was started. Like the moment Earth becomes uh, too corrupted or something or too blown out, the aliens like wipe it out, clean it, but only take a handful of people to recolonize other worlds. But yeah, I don't think you ever actually see the aliens. But in that example, when they do destroy the Earth, their weaponry is very powerful, like Death Star quality from Star Wars. Yeah, Death Star. I mean, I eliminate the Death Star immediately just because of it's destroying the Earth rather than sure fighting conquering it. Because yeah. I mean, the question we're posing is: 
if all these aliens invaded, yeah, which one would which dominate one all would others? Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, could the Dathia stood still? I mean, he's one alien though. Yes. He's representing other aliens. It's there so a, powerful. A yeah, like it's almost like a a quick draw two guys in, in the west like um who shoots first like because their technologies are so powerful like i don't mm-hmm. know from, from that creature the big metal bodyguard in the earth the day the earth stood still um i don't know like it I, I i don't know if it's vulnerable like if you hit hit it with your best weapons will it die you know that's mm. yeah i feel like I'm thinking of Independence Day here. Like, the Independence Day ships above New York. Yeah. Can Keanu Reeves' alien from the day the Earth stood still? I can't remember his name. It's like Kalutu or something. Yes. Um, can he sort of launch a sphere weapon that takes down the Independence Day ship? Yeah, if, if we can penetrate its shield, yeah. Because in Independence Day, the shields that protect each ship, and bear in mind they're not the mothership is so powerful it can withstand a nuclear blast um yeah. so if it can penetrate that shield get to the ship yeah definitely it could really destroy and fall to pieces but um the only way to stop that ship is to destroy uh, to stop that shield is to destroy the mothership so uh. true and the the strategy they have is so good the mothership is so far away like the only way to get to it is you know what they what what the humans did was to um you know infiltrate the mothership it. And yeah infiltrate yeah. it yeah and I'm give not it a sure virus from an apple computer <laughs> yeah. apple yeah they paid a um, fortune I, for that ad by the way <laughs> i'm not sure what aliens we've mentioned have sort of space travel um i suppose the mars attacks ones would yep um war of the worlds i guess arrive sure yep fire space um district nine but they've got a broken spaceship i suppose if lots of district nine aliens arrived that'd be i'm just wondering um who would be able to take out the independence day mothership is what i'm thinking about that's i don't know i i i think um you were right when we first discussed this um, when you mentioned just Independence Day and you were just brainstorming, I think they're probably the best ones. Alright, we try and take down Independence Day. Because, yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, you have to arrive on Earth in those ships to conquer the Earth. Yeah. If you're in the mothership, you're not on the Earth, you're not conquering the Earth. You, you yeah. might survive, Yeah. but you haven't taken over the Earth. When this question is about conquering. Yeah. So, if these spheres... In the day the Earth stood still, let's assume they can take out an Independence Day ship. Yeah. It's not Independence Day then. It's the day the Earth stood still. Yeah. No, that's true. Because I I don't know. I haven't seen the Keanu Reeves movie, but if these spheres are just like balls of energy that do whatever, he has telekinesis as well, doesn't Mm -hmm. he? Yep. It's tricky. All right. China Shop Bully and Joyfield, both users on Reddit, have suggested the Q Continuum, which uh, in a fictionalized Star Trek universe, again, the Q Continuum is hyper-intelligent, pan-dimensional beings known as the Q, and uh, they seem godlike. I mean, they, uh, again, I mentioned I'm not a Star Trek fan. Lloyd has some knowledge, but they... (laughs) have the ability to manipulate time space matter and energy yeah they're gods like exactly yeah that's, i don't know how you beat these guys yeah but, exactly uh, Lloyd, 
but they're not. You've got uh, a loophole. Yeah, they're not actually in any of the movies. They're actually from the TV series. Um, so it's part of the same universe if you want to include that. But if we're just talking purely the, the um, antagonists that's displayed or the creatures that's displayed just in the movies, we can't really include Q. Yeah, that's a that's a nice loophole, isn't it? Until they make a film featuring the Q. Yeah. But, um, look, if we did include them. I don't see how they would lose. Yes. If if they're in, invulnerable, immortal, they can't be killed, they can do whatever they want, they yep. can only really beat each other. It says uh, on Wikipedia, it says they can strip other Q of their powers and make them mortal yep. if they have sufficient numbers. So, I mean, they really can only beat each other. Sure. That's but, right. Like, they could teleport, like, example, if they fought... Uh, let's say the Independence Day guys, they could just teleport inside their ships and then, you know, uh, make all their heads disappear. <laughs> like, it's yeah. that ridiculous, yeah. They're only downfalls themselves because they're almost childish, in a way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, glad we're not including them just yeah. based on yeah. the ridiculous power and that it just... Yep. <laughs> it's like I said at the beginning, Superman It's as game is say, super strong. OP, overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, KMD Kid says, uh, if Alien was left to breed on the planet, they would definitely swarm. Yeah, they, they, they have that strength in numbers, but they are susceptible to firepower. And again, it takes time for them to do that, to drag away bodies and, you know, sort of, uh, and then get them, uh, cocooned with the eggs and so forth. And they yeah. do, a, they do grab some of the DNA of the alien, so they become part... Like, if they grab a human, they look human-esque. If they grab a dog, they look um, like a dog. Um, they, they get some of the traits, but predominantly they're alien, you know what I mean? And, of course, um, what's that movie? Uh, Prometheus, with their technology, has really shot the whole um, uh, mythology of alien to pieces. I don't want to say that, but really changed the whole mythology mm-hmm. of alien to pieces because now we, we discovered that it's actually a chemical warfare that really caused the growth of aliens. So, I don't know. Like, even those aliens from uh, Prometheus would probably do pretty well, um, mm. seeing as how their technology is pretty awesome with that virus that they create. Yeah. I still feel like any kind of creature that's just land-based would like have a big battle and i still feel like i know independence day might be beaten by a day the earth stood still type spheres presumably but i still feel like if independence day ships or any kind of ships were just shooting down i feel like aliens would just kind of blow up and yep you know again they're sort of flesh and do you think alien would like lose to say starship troopers or i mean cloverfield is gigantic that monster that's a really good um thing like who would win out of the bugs yeah uh between that kind of hand to hand or yeah i don't know what you call it claw to (laughs) hook to (laughs) hoof like even predators might struggle against the swarms of uh starship troopers you know (laughs) yeah i mean this seems like a good time to mention uh Starcraft Lloyd because we had a suggestion from Cot M Weasel I guess and uh, he suggests that's easy Zerg Fury of the Swarm I for one welcome our new Zergling overlords I'm a Starcraft player myself and I do play Zerg 
um, and <laughs> I can't include it because again it's a video game but yeah they're really really powerful yeah it's pretty ridiculous <laughs> can you explain it like explain Zerg Rush or Zerging yeah like um, yes yeah, like Zerging or Zerg Rush um, it refers to a like one of the early creatures that you can create picture command and conquer or red alert like it's a strategy game and one of the initial creatures that you can build is called the zergling so you can build lots of them and just attack right away and like sort of overwhelm the opponent's defenses so if you can imagine that on a massive scale just heaps and heaps of little zerglings like they're they're almost like these really savage dogs like really savage mm-hmm. vicious dogs just overrunning an enemy that's the idea of a zergling or zerg rush a fast attack with lots of little creatures i guess <laughs> a zergling rush yes but um zerg the idea of the creatures is really a huge ripoff of alien um mm-hmm. the design is obviously the whole star uh Starcraft is a huge um, inspiration from James Cameron's Aliens, or should I say Ridley Scott's Alien, and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, w- in particular with the military as well. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, on a technicality, they're a video game. And yeah, they're a video a, game. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't include them. No way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we've got to be we've got to be technical about it, don't we? I yeah. mean, um, I feel like there's something that won't come out for a few years that um, could really shed some light on this situation and that's the sequel to Independence Day. They are making a sequel to Independence Day? It's in development as we record this. Um, the plot details were released a little bit about it. Um, it's the aliens, it's 20 years later and uh, Will Smith's stepson from the first film would be the lead. Um, and basically... Uh, Bill Pullman, the president, would have a cameo. I'm sure they would need some advice from him since the aliens would be returning yeah. uh, after losing to the humans the first time around. So if that goes into development, or oh, it is in development, if that goes into production, I feel like that would answer a lot of questions as to this invasion because they would have to come back stronger, wouldn't they? Yeah. They would have to come back with a new strategy. And I feel like that new strategy would be something that would really play in this question. It'll be an anti-Jeff Goldblum gun. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It'll just, yeah. I mean, I feel like they will have a brand new advantage knowing, strategically, if you plan an alien invasion and it fails, you'd look at what went wrong, you know? Mm. I mean, this is 20 years later and it takes them that long to get here or whatever, so... Yeah, I'm very curious to see in an Independence Day sequel whether or not our answer changes here because, yeah, I feel like Independence Day aliens are probably one of, if not the strongest suggestion we've had from the users of Reddit. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I completely agree. Um, Buzzihi, B-U-Z-E-H-E, says, Seems the aliens from Independence Day would have a pretty good chance on winning. They have multiple weapons that are capable of wiping out the area the size of New York, and with the smaller fighter ships, they can clean up smaller areas without ever needing to set foot on the Earth mm-hmm. and risk unneeded losses from hand-to-hand combat or plain old gun battles. Yes. So there you go. I mean, it's it's really difficult for me to, to not make it Independence Day, you know what I mean, when yeah. we're deciding this, because, yeah. It, it's um, those shields as well that causes so much issues. Like, as great as the Predator is in hand-to-hand combat, and they might have pretty decent ships, you know, warships or whatever... Um, I guess we saw a little bit of that example in that awful movie that Robert Rodriguez produced called Predators. 
um, where they're dropped on the planet. Yeah, and- where they're dropped on the planet. So they do have warships and capable like that. Is how do they penetrate that shield? Unless they can get inside the ship and in hand to hand, I guess they'll go to town on those aliens easily. Um, I I don't know. And those aliens do have a sense of psionic power as well. Like they're able to mm-hmm. go into the mind and probably mess them up and confuse them as well. But um, I yeah, I just don't see the predators penetrating that shield. Yeah. Um, though Godzilla is not an option in this, um, James underscore 099 suggested King Ghidorah and yeah. Gigan, who yeah. are aliens. That, um, that Godzilla fights. So Godzilla, although he's a huge villain in the first film, like he's, it's almost like a disaster movie and Sim City shows an example of that when, um... <laughs> Sim City, that's old school. <laughs> yeah, Sim City, you know, when, uh... Uh, one of the disasters that happens is a big Godzilla-like creature <laughs> crushes the city. Yeah. It's funny. Um, as uh, Even if we included Godzilla, mm. he's in a city and Independence Day aliens shoot and destroy the entire city, Godzilla would be killed. Yes, that's right. Yep. So Ghidorah, who I'll just mention for those who are unaware, is a three-headed monster. And if you search G-H-I-D-O-R-A-H, you'll find an image search. You can find it's a... Look, it's... Shoot, it shoots lightning from its three heads. Um, it flies at incredibly quick speeds. They're pretty big, powerful creatures. Gigan uh, has like a buzzsaw, like um, what do you call them? Chainsaw type arms and chest yes. and has like laser eye. But yeah. they, they sort of remind me of in um, Power Rangers. Yeah, you know, I was going to bring like, up Power Rangers, and we can bring up Power Rangers because they did make a movie on it, and the main villain was Ivan Ooze. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but if the Power Rangers can, um, I suppose the Power Rangers wouldn't really exist in. A... <laughs> Would Ivan Ooze stand a chance against anybody, Lloyd? Uh, well, he'd put up a fight against Godzilla and all those, um, all the enemies in the Godzilla world, because it's like that sort of action, you know, to two big monsters fight each other in a city that's quite often yes. the battleground that's every single Power Rangers episode yeah <laughs> but up against like the weaponry of um, uh, Independence Day I, no there's no way yeah because I mean they're in a city the whole city's being destroyed it just mm. feels like I don't know I don't know the intelligence of these monsters it seems to me like much like Cloverfield they're just dropped in this situation and they're trying to survive yeah you know they're just fighting because the cloverfield you know, monster is very powerful as well like they hit it with a lot of um weapons and it does nothing to it like i think they hit it with a nuclear bomb did they and it didn't do anything or it i think that yeah they're towards the end of cloverfield they're firing and destroying like wiping out new york or new york yeah the statue of liberty is in it, new york so um they're wiping out new york to try and kill it they've yeah. evacuated the city mostly and the people with the camera are sort of trapped Yep. It's one of those found footage ones. Pretty decent film, though. Um, Look, we get suggestions about Predator Aliens from Kelsey Cliff. Um, Again, they would be pretty damn serious, as he suggests. But um, I'm not sure. Do you remember who won out of Aliens vs. Predator? Uh, I've tried to blank those movies out of my mind. (laughs) But the Predator has a self-destruct mechanism at the end. Like, if they are losing, they trigger off like a self-destruction that um that is like an equivalent of a bomb like a nuclear bomb sorry going off but i guess if arnie can survive that it's probably (laughs) not that powerful well let's say they 
all blew themselves up to kill aliens or whatever they were fighting. Yeah. That's not conquering the Earth, though, is it? No. So, well, they that could wouldn't be... Kamikaze into it, I guess. Like, just send off a few in there, but, yeah. Nah, I, I feel like if Arnie could survive, there's a lot of humans. Arnie's <laughs> still around in this situation. <laughs> we just get the governator and he fights them. Yeah. Covers himself in mud. Yeah. <laughs> Dead squirrel. Me. Yeah. Dead squirrel with a five instead of an S for squirrels suggested Galactus would wipe the floor with all those aliens. Um, the thing is, Galactus, I believe, is the devourer of worlds. Yeah. And this is really a question about conquering. So, whereas I believe Galactus sort of sucks all the life force and just everything from a world leaving it barren and kind I've of only destroyed. ever heard about Galactus mentioned like in the few comic books that I read and I'm pretty sure he's in Fantastic Four 2 like he's mentioned the Rise of the Silver Surfer yeah, yeah. because he creates Silver Surfer or something or Silver Surfer's yeah like, and yeah. Silver Surfer's his herald and stuff so yeah yeah Silver Surfer's pretty invincible too but he was defeated by love <laughs> yes and knocking him off his uh, surfboard yeah <laughs> Which uh, the Fantastic Four do. Yeah, look, I think we're um, we're at sort of an impasse here because, I mean, we want to try and decide now which alien race would win. Mm. Um, and for me, there's two massive standouts here, and that is Independence Day Aliens. Sure. And um, I wish we had a sequel to shed more light on it. But <laughs> and the other one that really stands out for me is The Blob. Because, say you blow the blob up, which the independence aliens would try and do, pieces of the blob fly out everywhere. Mm. You know? Say it's left to the blob versus independence day aliens. Yep. And the blob is absorbing humans and things to get bigger and bigger in size. Um, and this is limited only to the independence day aliens that are on Earth. Because, as I said, any independence day aliens that are up in the mothership, that's not conquering the Earth. Mm. So, they try and blow up the blob. The blob blows into lots of pieces. Because that's their strategy, is, you know, firing and stuff. So, yeah, it blows into tons of pieces, and those pieces fly out everywhere. Maybe some of them hit the Independence Day shields. Yeah. Right? Would they absorb the shields? I don't think so, no. So, they can't absorb the shields. Because the only way it could get through a door was going under the underneath the door like in that example it would have to absorb the door sort of thing to get through you know what i mean like yeah uh, yeah okay so it can't absorb a door but it can't really be killed yeah unless it's frozen like really you could lock it in a room like a, a airtight room and just keep it in there because i don't think it could get out so it's you know although it's, it would be difficult to conquer wouldn't it as a blob yes yeah Okay. Um, where do you land on this one, Lloyd? You leaning uh, Independence Day as yeah, well? Yeah, I'm leaning Independence Day and uh, the uh, the day the Earth stood still. I just think there's unspoken of power that's possessed there. And I think it's too ridiculous, the weaponry and the day the Earth stood still. Whereas Independence Day like, is just like a wow. You look at that movie and it's just like, wow, that's like a real you know like if, a, if if an alien race a very war orientated alien race would develop this weaponry and conquer an earth that's what they would you know it's really powerful um showcase we probably 
we probably hold a special place for Independence Day just because, I mean, we grew it up came out it. in yeah. exactly like 96 and, you know, as a teenager, you think it's awesome. And I understand that when they tested Independence Day, um, you know, with test audiences, the title card would come up, everyone would already know about it and there would be cheers in the audience. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, they would go, oh, cool, we're watching Independence Day, you know, which is unheard of, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, yeah. So I guess we're saying, internet, that Independence Day aliens would win in a global uh, conquering of Earth, even though in Independence Day they're defeated by a virus. (laughs) Do you think, I guess in this scenario, all the aliens have arrived at once. So the people of Earth aren't going, we'll develop a virus to take out this one alien race. They're contending with predators and aliens and War of the Worlds aliens and just probably don't have the wherewithal to to think of defeating one of them yeah they're trying to survive against all of them i imagine there's a lot of nuking going on a lot of missiles flying around it's all fun and games until somebody brings the nuclear weapon (laughs) yeah which would totally warp and take out so many alien races but um yeah but not the independence day aliens so Again, um, you know, and I think it comes down to the nuclear-like weaponry they have where they can blow up cities like New York with one yep. shot. Like, it does take a bit to power up, um, but they're protected by a very invincible shield um, that can survive uh, yeah. nuclear weapons. Yeah, the day the Earth stood still, I don't know. I'm going to probably have to watch it now just to um, oh, weigh t- in on these spheres. It's a terrible movie. Absolutely <laughs> terrible film. But yeah, I guess watching it just to see the weaponry (laughs) the one thing is that bothers me about the day the earth stood still is it sounds like keanu reeves wants to save the human race he's got some humanity and stuff yes yep so how would that factor in uh in like a conquering sense would he even want to yeah that's a good point it it doesn't seem like he's a he's like an alexander he's there to beat all the humans he's there as like a scout to see if humanity deserves to die that that's from memory you know um, okay. Yeah, and he's he's supposed to um, build up a report. Is human beings worth saving, and <laughs> or something like that? Yeah. So, I guess they would wipe out the humans if they decided they weren't worth saving. But yeah. from memory, what I think I've heard and read is that he does want to save them. Yep. Because of so Jennifer based- Connelly. Because of Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> because he wants to save them and he's won over by humanity I think that's sort of a weakness although would he want to save them against the Independence Day aliens would he fight for Earth oh, I don't know you'd have if to he did, <laughs> yeah if he fought for Earth destroyed like we mentioned he's got these spheres he destroys the aliens but he wants to save humanity then he leaves the planet Earth and there is no alien threat and the humans win yeah how oh, humans that? will always come out on top, unless it's um, invasion of the body snatchers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Actually, it could be body snatchers. Wow, this is a, tr- a tricky question. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to the users of Reddit for their contributions. Um, we'd love to put up more questions like this, and I think for future ones, we'll put them on the Facebook page as well. So if you subscribe to us at facebook.com/podme, if you can, you'll be able to see any future kind of questions like this and. Um, when this gets posted, feel free to share with us if you've thought of an alien race we haven't thought of, it hasn't been suggested. Uh, we'd love to hear about it and hypothesize amongst ourselves.
So Lloyd, you're off for a few weeks. Yeah, I'm off to Japan. I uh, can't wait uh, with a couple of friends, so it should be pretty interesting. Just a standard trip just to see all the sights and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, nothing special. <laughs> but what that means for Podme, if you can, is we will be having a few weeks off, so... Yeah probably close to a month um, before another episode comes out. Feel free, though, always to suggest us um, films to watch and review and discuss. Um, that can all be done through the Facebook page, but uh, you can find all of Lloyd and my links at www.podmeifyoucan.com as well as any other episodes we may have recorded in the past. Pleasure talking to you, Lloyd. Good question. Um, yeah, I was very intrigued by all of this. Sure. All right, well, um, until next time, I'm not sure what the next episode will be since it's a month away, but like I said, suggest us something and uh, we might just follow up on it. Thank you all for very much for listening. Thanks, guys. All the best.